Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtor, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Laura Farley. And I'm Kate Orslan. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hi, Kate. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing much better than I think most of our members are because it has been an absolutely insane two years in the real estate market. That's right. And there just continues to be that fierce competition for houses, often with, you know, multiple offers, high escalation clauses. It's really wild out there. Yes, it is. And so today we're going to discuss how to make your client's offer stand out in hopes that it gives them and you a bit of an edge into getting the contract. We have the obvious suggestions, like check with the listing agent to see what terms are important to the sellers. Make sure your offer contains all essential and accurate terms when you first transmit it. Include a pre-approval letter or proof of funds with the offer, um, a higher earnest money deposit, and of course, getting that offer in ASAP. Let's dive a little deeper. First, we know that in a multiple offer situation, money talks. Cash offers are generally more attractive than ones with financing because there are less hoops to jump through. And then, of course, there's the actual sales price. And and sure, if we were to only say, you know, make sure you put in an offer above asking, you might turn this off now because that point is painfully obvious. But we're going to delve a little more. So... Keep listening. Don't fear. We're here. Uh, Yes. So you want to make sure your clients have an accurate picture of the competition and do put their best offer forward. Most people want to sell their house to the highest offer. An escalation clause can also help demonstrate your client's commitment to the purchase. To help your client's escalation clause beat out others, consider using kind of unusual escalation numbers. Many people may default to a round number for lack of a better term. Um, Like for example, escalating their offer by 500 or $1,000 over the next offer to let's just say like a $400,000 maximum, right? Feels very round and even. But if multiple buyers select these kind of round numbers, you may not easily beat out those other offers. So consider instead using numbers with a little bit more variety, jazz it up. Use an escalation offering $1,130 over the next highest offer, up to $403,780. This could allow your offer to escalate to a number and beat out one of those other round number maximum. And second, we know that limiting the number of contingencies can help entice sellers to select an offer. They want the contract with the highest probability of reaching settlement, and the fewer contingencies, the more likely that will happen. Your buyers may have certain contingencies that they can't remove or aren't willing to remove. For those, see what the earliest practical date they will agree to the removal of the contingencies could be. For example, if the buyers aren't waiving the home inspection contingency, consider writing in a shortened inspection period. Think three to five days instead of seven to 10. Now, this may require you to actually have an inspection lined up before even making the offer, depending on the availability of home inspectors in your area. 
but could be worth it if it allows the sellers to know that your clients are committed to moving this transaction forward. The contract could also have language limiting the repair requests that the buyer can make. So for example, only asking for repairs if the total estimated cost exceeds $3,000. This would indicate to the sellers that the buyers are looking for them to correct serious defects that are discovered, not the little itty bitty minor issues that are more annoyances. Ultimately, giving the seller something of value may make your offer stand out from others. Some other terms that might help your clients win out include uh, like a free rent back period, allowing the owner to stay in the house for an additional period of time without paying additional fees. It could be very attractive to sellers who are waiting for a house to be built or aren't quite settled on their next home. The buyers can offer a penalty rate that they will pay to the seller for any buyer-caused delay in getting to the closing table. This could be a nominal daily rate to help appease a seller who knows their time is valuable and show that the buyers are committed to working through potential delays. Buyers can offer to make their earnest money deposit non-refundable after a certain point. This really increases the risk for the buyers that they will lose their funds if the transaction doesn't close, but shows sellers a dedication to the transaction. Remember, something of value may not even be a monetary item. So for a transaction that appears to be more sentimental, the contract could include terms about not tearing out the magnolia tree in the front yard, or even offering a right of first refusal if you put the house back on the market over a certain period of time. One Texas purchaser offered to care for two donkeys that lived on the land when she made an offer on the house. She didn't ultimately win out though, so this might not be a slam dunk. On the other hand, I saw a TikTok the other week where an agent's client offered to have pizza and dessert delivered to the seller's home every Friday night until closing. She said her client won the offer, so if all else fails, offer food. Shall we go to the legal hotline? Absolutely. Question, can my buyers waive their right to terminate under the Property Owners Association Act? No, this is a statutory right and it cannot be waived even by agreement. You can certainly work with your clients to communicate that they do not intend to terminate over that in their offer, but it's not something that you can waive. Kate, should my clients indicate it is a conventional loan when they know that they're gonna to have to go do an FHA loan? This is not a recommended approach. The Virginia Realtors contract does allow for the purchasers to change the type of financing. However, this change must not delay settlement. A change like that could put the whole contract in jeopardy if it's caused a delay to the transaction. Additionally, you as the agent and realtor have an obligation not to make material misrepresentations about the transaction, which is Article 2 of the Code of Ethics. FHA loans typically have more stringent requirements for sellers regarding the property condition, and it is likely that the fact that you knew the buyer was never going to use a conventional loan may put you in hot water. If the change occurs organically or you were misled by the buyers in the first place, that would really be a different fact pattern and scenario. Laura, how are these properties going for so much higher than the list price? It seems like bad marketing. Also, don't they run into issues with the appraisal? Well, good old supply and demand. George Mason University School of Law had a very, very huge economics focus and I learned all about that in law school. When houses aren't staying on the market long, buyers are motivated to snatch them up ASAP, which drives up the price. It's a function of the market, not necessarily bad marketing. 
There certainly can be issues with the appraisal, but many times the houses that are going for hundreds of thousands above asking are cash transactions that do not require an appraisal for the financing to go through. Kate, how can they limit their risk? If you are looking at any creative terms in a contract, make sure you use standard clauses or get an attorney to draft the language so that there are not any unintended consequences from that addition. Make sure your clients fully understand the offer that they are making, including any of those unusual terms. Finally, for any monetary offers where the buyer will have financing, make sure they clear any additional exchange of funds with their mortgage and closing company. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2022. This podcast features a song, Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license.